Hold please. The naked golfist now driving. Hello and welcome to the Knackered Golfist Podcast. Um, I wanted to share a conversation I had with Mark Hansen. He is a uh, a frequent member and contributor to the Forged Golf Club Appreciation page on Facebook. And I spoke with him. We spoke for a few minutes about what he does, what why he loves golf so much. He's in Clear Lake, Minnesota. And it is January 2021 right now, and he is working on golf clubs. He's working on his swing. He's working on his putting stroke. And he is ready to lower his handicap a few digits this year. And so I spoke with him a little bit. He's very passionate, and he's very much... um, He he loves the camaraderie that's going on with the Forge Golf Club appreciation page. He's... He's had uh, golf clubs sent to him, and he's refurbished them, and he's sent them out. He sent me a Maxfly Tad Moore uh, lob wedge that's a 61 degree. The club is immaculate, and I just love it. And Mark is just an amazing uh, person in in golf, and he's just a great person. So anyway, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Knackered Golfers podcast. And without further ado, here's Mark Hansen. Thanks for listening. Hey, Mark, this is Trent from the Knackered Golfist. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Good, good. So, are you, uh, so I don't know what it's like. Are you, you said you're working on, you're selling clubs right now, kind of thing? Yeah, I was, I, I was out, uh, doing some sandblasting and taking care of some stuff. And I got a, I got a, a text message of someone asked if I had some mint condition titleists. And I showed him what I had and he, he took them. Oh, my gosh. So, um, forgive me for, I mean, so how, so it's Saturday. Yeah. It's just hope you're well and hope the weather's good in where, where in Minnesota are you? <laughs> the weather is not good in Minnesota in January, buddy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm in, cent- I'm in central Minnesota, about, right. a, about an hour north of Minneapolis and about an hour south of 10,000 lakes. Oh my gosh. Is that is that Interstate ninety territory? Yes, it is. I'm ten miles away from Interstate. Nope, nope. Interstate ninety four. Oh, ninety four. Yep, ninety is the southern uh, road. This ninety four goes all the way over to North Dakota. Okay, okay, yeah. Because I was I visited Milwaukee once in uh, January two thousand fifteen, and our hotel was right off of I ninety four. Yep, yep. That, so, yeah. if, so if you, you just keep going, going west along 90 and uh, dead center of Minnesota is a small town called Austin, Minnesota. That's my hometown. Austin, Minnesota. All right. That's where Hormel is and all the spam is made. Oh, I'll be darned. Wow. So what do you, so I mean, people, I mean, the weather's, the weather's bad outside and people are thinking about golf. What's, I have no clue. I have no concept. Um, I, I mean, I'm in California. I don't know. <laughs> well, I got I got a guy that called me from Canada, so he's got even different mm. weather. And then I've got a I've got a golf simulator in my shop, and that's where I am. So I I work on some clubs, hit hit 19 balls, and then work at some clubs and hit 19 balls, and just keep working it. Okay, so are you sort of a, a golf club restoration sort of company? <laughs> you know, um, it just all started because. Well, I'll just say I cherish 
all the things I own and I, I just want to take good care of them. So when I first started collecting, I just took care of my own clubs. Okay. And then all of a sudden I started, you know, collecting more. And I will tell you this, Trent, really being part of your forum and the other forums has just allowed me to expand my collection in a, in a, in a massive way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, and just learn, learn what to do, ask people their suggestions so uh, in two years, I've added so many tools and so much knowledge. So now, as a hobby, I buy, refurbish, and resell clubs so I can buy more clubs for me to keep. <laughs> wow. Wow. Not about profit. It's about making a ridiculous inventory. Okay. Okay. Now I, I man that that's that's something that uh, I've I mean I all I can do is to regrip my clubs and maybe uh, maybe reshaft the club or something like that, but I mean you went to the you went to the extra level and you're actually doing that and you're and you're making a profit for other stuff. Good lord, that's cool. Yeah, um, you know I I bought, I bought a, a grinding wheel that has a, a cantilever cell, uh, a sanding belt. I bought some uh, a grinding wheel that has two Scotch Brite wheels. I got a sandblaster. I got a Dremel tool. I've got buffers. I mean, I, I, it's ridiculous. And all the the resale has paid for all the tools. I have I, I try to keep a rule for myself that I can spend what's in my my PayPal account. And if I have in my PayPal account, I can get it. If I don't, I got to sell stuff or do some work or something. Oh my gosh, that is so cool! And so people from all around—I mean, how how far away do people send? Do people send you stuff? Is that kind of how it started? Um, it's it, it started more of thrift shopping and buying a massive amount of clubs. Um, wow. um I bought when I, my first purchase was eighty-seven persimmons. My second purchase was one hundred and two persimmons. And then I bought oh, three hundred. Then I bought three hundred irons, and then I bought a hundred and seventeen putters. Oh my gosh! A and I just spent hours with the lower quality items, learning, learning, learning. Yeah. And then I started selling them. And then, as I because I cleaned them up and got them ready for sale, with you know making them look nice with paint fill and new grips, then. I just got a skill and then I started offering that skill to people. And I have a lot of people come through my door to get regripped and buffed out. And, you know, uh, just, I love it. You know, well, I, that is, I am so um, amazed and thankful that you, I mean, you sent me a wedge. You sent me a max fly tad for tad more, uh, 61 degree lob wedge. And I was blown away how immaculate that thing was. Did you did you refurbish that before you sent it? No, sir. That was part, oh. that was part of the three hundred club purchase. Oh my gosh! Yes, and and I'm going to give you the embarrassing number. You ready? Okay. For three hundred clubs, I spent one hundred and seventy five dollars. Oh man! Well, that I mean, that's a steal, isn't it? It, it is. I had a, I had eleven hundred dollars sold by Sunday, and I picked up the clubs on Friday. Oh my gosh! So, not that it it diminishes it at all, Trent, but sending you a wedge was it, it was just a non-issue. You were looking. I had 
that's not yeah. my that's not my collection group so uh-huh off it went well that's so cool so thank you again and i i made a review of that on my on my youtube channel and and i uh and incidentally i wanted to let you know that i thought that i had lost my wedge but i did find it because my son had it and he um he showed me this one day and i'm like oh my god that's my max fly tad more and you had it and so it was okay and it was like you know what your club is better i have to say well good <laughs> yeah so uh so oh did something turn on yeah my 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 air compressor turned on oh cuz i was okay. doing i was doing some sandblasting on some faces today so just bear with me i'll close the door Oh, no problem. No problem. Yeah, that's that's another thing. You know, I have more tools than I ever would have expected, but a, a really high-quality air compressor is very important with, for many reasons. Oh, I would say so. Now, you're, so, you, so you basically started this after the Forge Golf Club appreciation page was, was begun and people were posting stuff? Um, no, I've been, I've been golfing. Oh, okay. I've been golfing yeah. my, my, well, 51 years. Okay. And, okay. And um, I've always been, a, I'll just say, kind of an odd duck. Um, okay. I played Walter Hagen 1967 clubs through high school and college. Okay. Okay. And it was like, why don't you get new clubs? I'm like, uh, because uh, these are fine. Because I played just fine. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I collected all the Walter Hagens and then... Um, a bad choice I made is I thought, well, and maybe it's time to buy a new set. Oh. So I bought a, a set of Titleist uh, 712s. Okay. AP2s. AP, AP okay. Um, my game did not improve. Oh. And I had less fun. Okay. Okay. So I thought, well, let's start collecting the Titleist. So, yeah. so now I have the Titleist from 1969 all the way up. I've got 17 sets of uh, oh! Titleist clubs now. Oh my gosh! Now I've seen pictures of your um, your Titleist by Akushnitz. Now what what are those? Those are 1969. Oh, those are the are those the very first version uh, Titleist clubs? Those are the first clubs that I that are available with the Titleist name on it. Oh my gosh! That is yeah. It, it had to go back that far because I don't remember anything before. Nope. Oh my gosh! The, the, the Titleist and Akushnet had had golf balls. I mean, they were the premier golf ball, but um, yeah. they bought they bought out a golf club company and then basically copied their model. And um, yeah, then there was a, a Kushnet and then Finalist, which you've probably heard of that name. And then, oh yeah, and then the Titleist name just took over, and then everything was just Titleist from there on out. Oh wow! Okay, wow. Now I wanted to ask you um, regarding the Walter Hagen irons. Did you have a set of irons that were called the Hags by chance? Oh, or six. You have six of them. I have six called the Hag, and actually, um, I've, <laughs> I, I've I've got uh, uh, twelve set of Hagens right now. Oh my gosh! Because I used to have a set of the Walter Hagen blades, and I remember. I remember seeing. Uh, I mean, Ben Crenshaw played Walter Hagen forged irons. Yep. As far as I remember. Yep. And uh, the clubs that I had, I had a set of um, 
gosh, what were they? They were the Maxfly VHL irons with the red shafts and the, uh, the it was the very first version. And I saw these Hagens in there. It was like it was like 1995 or 1996, and I saw these in a used golf store, and I traded my Max Flies for them, and they were they came originally with with regular shafts, and so what the guy said, you know, hey, I'll just put new shafts in them, no problem, and uh, so that's what he did, and he wasn't really experienced with reshafting clubs, and so I went to the range afterwards, and I hit a few clubs, and a few heads started flying off. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, nah. and so I went back and I said, "Oh, well, we got to do a little bit more work on 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 epoxying these heads to the shafts." And so he did it, and I didn't have to pay anything. But I played those. I did an internship in uh, Incline Village, Nevada, and I played with those Walter Hagen blades that whole summer. Yeah, and incidentally, I was hitting those. I was hitting those Hagen irons on the range at Incline Village, and. And and Masters champion George Archer was like sort of roaming the stalls, talking to people. And he saw me hitting those clubs. He's like, "Man, you're too fast. Slow down." <laughs> and and you know what? That's that's my challenge. I have to slow down always. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I'm gonna say something because I watch a lot of golf, right? Yeah. And and my my golf buddy Josh Kunze will verify this. My 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 mantra is. Swing like a, a, a five foot two woman golfer. Uh huh. It's nice and slow. And you know what? That really helps me. Right. If you watch them, none of them overswing except for like Michelle Wee, you know. Uh huh. But otherwise, yeah. they, their swing is so smooth. That's cool. And That's if I, cool. And if I can keep that mantra in my head, that helps me, um, well, try to play better. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when are you going to be able to go out and play golf? Um, well, that's always relative. Uh huh. Um, great, great time would be like end of March. Okay. And then from then on, it just depends on when the snow melts and the greens are good enough, and the, the, the superintendent says we can open. Oh wow! So I mean, it, being in a northern northern tundra kind of climate, my gosh, that has to. I mean. The the ground sort of thaws. It t- does it take about a month to thaw out? Is nope. that how long it takes? No, nope. it's a slow process. It's pretty quick. Oh wow! It's really? pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. You know, before the that's why I said the superintendent says it's ready because yeah. the the fairways aren't the issue. It's the greens. You oh yeah, yeah. You don't want to ruin the greens, but you know it's you know when if it's been it's the snow being gone isn't enough. It's it's the frost level being gone. So. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, essentially, you know, when you start out in a new year with a golf course, you've got to start from scratch. Is that about how it goes? Well, not this year. Oh, um, really? No. I got a, uh, I got a simulator set up, and I hit probably 500, bu- uh, 500 balls per session. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. And it's just constant ball contact, ball contact, ball contact. And I've also made a putting green on it. Oh, really? Yep. And um, you know, it's not about as is. It's not about making the putt. It's having that right, you know, form and keeping your head still and just just thousands of them, and just yeah. just burn it, just burn it into the brain. So I'm hoping this year there will be less 
you know, um, uh, uh, learning and more just going out and playing because my, my eye contact and my all that will be good. Oh, okay, okay. But yes, otherwise, yes, it is. It's uh, like you look at the handicap scores. Uh, the mm-hmm. first few are usually the worst because, yeah, it's been five months. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Well, that it's just, it's just, I mean, with me, I mean, here in Northern California, we get, it gets a little bit, it, it's, it's, it gets maybe down into the 40s. It's still sort of tolerable. But I mean, once the, once the ground gets wet, um, that's sort of, when I got to let it dry and I got to like, okay, maybe I'll just go to the range and hit, hit off the mats. But, uh, as far as the golf course being dry enough to play, I got to wait till it dries out. Well, see, that's a different philosophy. Um, I've played with ski caps on with gloves on. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, we're, we're playing till we can't play. Um, (laughs) Oh yeah, we're, we're, there, there's no there's no wimping out here in Minnesota, so it's uh, right. forty degrees, no problem. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, um, that's yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, I I interrupted you. Go no, ahead. and it's the same in the spring. It's even more so in the spring. I mean, forty degrees in the spring feels warm. Oh yeah, yeah. But all right, I, I'll, I'll tell you this: I lived in um, East Bay, California, for six years. Did you really? Yep. Okay. And I played the least amount of golf in those six years than I have in my entire life. Oh, wow. Because here in Minnesota, there's so many courses. You don't need a tee time. Um, oh. It's just very lax, very affordable. We're out there. It was got to get a tee time, and it was very expensive. And yeah. uh, um, just a different mentality. So I, uh, I practiced a lot because that was immediately available. Yeah. But, but I probably played one-tenth out there that I do in Minnesota in six in six I, months. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. I mean, there's a golf course a half a mile from my house, and you know it can be it can be fairly crowded on say like a Saturday afternoon when it's above eighty degrees, and you kind of get out there and you're like, you know what, I'm in bumper to bumper traffic, and I don't even know what's going on. I got to. It's it's it, the rounds take a, a bit longer than I'd like and uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, well, that's not an issue here. Okay. So, um, are you? How far is that course that held the uh, the 3M Open last year from you? Hour. Is that that's in oh that's in Minneapolis. Correct? Yeah, that's an hour. Okay. Okay. Yep, I played now, I played that course. That's a nice course. Okay. Did, were you able to go to that tournament? I don't know. It's been like a, about a year, two years old, something like that. Um, I had a, I had an opportunity to, and it didn't work out. And then this last year, you know, with COVID, it's just we don't even yeah. don't even attempt to go to places. I've been to the 3M before when it was uh, the when it was the Senior Open. Oh, the the 3M had a Senior Tour option. Okay, I've been to that one, but otherwise, and that was at a different course. Okay. Okay. Now they had the U.S. Open at uh, Hazeltine uh, years ago. Yep. is that correct? Yes, it is. Is that outside Minneapolis? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Yep, just southeast. I... Southeast. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I wait. I think it's southwest. <laughs> anyway. All right. Anyway. Did you uh, did you get to go to that? Nope. Nope. 
okay. that day I was working um, at the state hospital in St. Peter. Okay. okay. <laughs> I remember because I was watching it <laughs> at the state hospital while I was working. Like, this is going to be on. I'm going to watch this. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the Ryder Cup. Yes, the Ryder Cup. We, re- we did it up. We did it up, and we had the Ryder Cup here. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, so what do you look forward to the most this year? Um, well, I'm going to get my handicap down to 3.5. That's my mission. Okay. That's my okay. mission. And, you know, I'll tell you, um, golf is, is, is the, the, just, it's just an amazing sport. And, yeah. I, and I, have a, I have a good friend that uh, his name is Josh, and I'm going to harass him right now. <laughs> um, two things we, we do every year. We do a, a week-long trek yeah. to different golf courses. Last year we went uh, different courses in Wisconsin, and this year we did different courses in, in northern Minnesota. Okay. And next year we're going to do uh, a week-long in Iowa. Okay, okay. And you just, we just go play, right? Oh, that's cool. But here's the most important part. Uh-huh. We, we always play for the belt. If you win after after a, a significant, like say if we're going for a, 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 a thirty six holes for the weekend, yeah. we play thirty six holes for the belt. Okay. And okay. the belt doesn't even exist. Oh, the belt. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's like a so it's like a boxing reference. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and 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 whoever won the last match carries mm-hmm. the belt. All right. So All right. <laughs> so. That's very important, and, and the most important one is whoever wins the last round of the year carries the belt through the winter. Oh. So last year he carried it through the winter, and he thought he could razz me all year, and he thought it was great and all that. Well, all right. this year I'm carrying the belt. So um, my mission this year is to never relinquish the belt for the entire year. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, hey um... – I really wanted to thank you again for that for that wedge, and I really hope that you have a lot of success this year with your clubs and refinishing the clubs and selling clubs. Yeah, you know, do you sell them online, or they just people come in and buy them, or is is like is there an online option? Um, I saw a lot through eBay. I saw a lot through local through Facebook Marketplace. Oh, wow! I, I saw a lot through the sales forum on Forge for Forge Golf. I sell clubs through. The Persimmon Golf Society. I sell clubs through uh, Golf Club Pickers uh, site. Wow. Um, and that's, those are the best because there's no fees. Oh, really? That's yeah. That's awesome. You know, where eBay, there's fees, right? Yeah, there is fees. Yeah. So I do a lot of that. And, uh, and um, when COVID hit, I, uh, uh, because I wanted stuff to do, I put a little post on your site that said, um, I will refinish anybody's clubs for free. Just pay for shipping. Oh, wow. And a man by the name of Mark Peck. Oh yeah. He, uh, he sent me his clubs and I refinished them. And then subsequently about, I don't know, six weeks, a couple months later, he bought a set for me. And, um, he's very happy with those. And I, 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 I am nowhere near the going rate for price. I'm always less okay. than going price. 
I, I, okay. I just want people to get a good set of clubs, what they want, and at an affordable rates. And hey, I make a couple dollars to like feed my feed my passion. Yeah, yeah. So I for, forgive me. What what is the actual? What's the name of your um, of your business? If that's if that's the right name for it. Well, there really isn't a business name because oh, I, it's not. No, but um, uh, it's just be, it just happened because of I have the, the ability, right? So I offer okay, it. Okay, okay. And I don't have a business name. I don't have a, a sign, but I I end up I'm out in my shop. Boy, at least five days a week and oh my gosh wow. at, at least and like today I, I like i said i packed up some set i taped off some clubs to sandblast the face and um oh. and i'm gonna i was gonna do some regripping, but i think i'm just gonna stick with the sandblasting today okay and the sandblasting just makes them look beautiful i mean that face the face not anything else mm. just where the grooves are and just a light little uh uh contrast from the the chrome and and then, and then put them back on the shelf. Wow! But I do have to tell That's... you, I do have to tell you this, Trent. Yeah. Uh, um, your your forum is 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 jam packed, full of amazingly great members. Oh well, that's awesome. That is awesome. If you don't know it, um, I mean, there is a, a large contingent of great people that do a lot of free gifting. Uh, uh, bartering. Uh, yes. I mean, uh, Kevin Lewis. It's just he, we've become great friends. He's down in Mississippi. Never met the man. Don't need oh, to. Wow. We've wow. talked in the we've talked in the phone um, many times. Um, uh, uh, Jesse Para down in Arizona. We've, yeah, Jesse. Yeah. Jesse and I talk. I've sent him. I don't know five boxes of stuff. He's oh, sent man. me boxes of stuff. You know what? And there's been virtually no money exchanged. He needs stuff. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's it, that's what makes it fun. If he needs something, I'm like, well, I got it for you. He says, hey, I found something for you. And then I said, hey, I found something for you. And then we wait till we get enough to, to, to ship. And um, yeah. I he, he and I ship it out. And I will tell you, um, my pride and joy set is my 1969 Akushnet clubs. Okay, okay. Um, that... He sent them to me for free. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yep. And then because he because he goes to all the the thrift shops down there and he's oh, always posting stuff about that. He's ridiculous. That him and Tony, oh. Lo, him and Tony up in Canada, Tony Lovato. I mean, they're Tony always Lovato. okay posting, posting. I got this. I'm like, come on, guys. I mean, settle down a little bit. But uh, oh, geez, wow. So um, he sent me these clubs, right? And yeah. they're they're the most important part about those clubs is they were gifted to me. And, um, on father's day, I used that 1969 wedge and, and the Titleist persimmon or Titleist, uh, blotta ball and got a hole in one. You got a hole in one. I was going to ask you about that. Oh, and you know what? And I'm playing with stuff that's as old as I am. And they were gifted to me, you know what? And sometimes, you know what, Trent, right is right. It was just the right, yeah. uh, beautiful day. Um, and when I, uh, uh, about 25% of my rounds are persimmon and blades. Um, okay. and, and that was one of those days. And like, you know what? How can life get any better? It was awesome. That is so cool. Um, I've got a set of uh, Kevin Smith stainless steel irons. Okay. 
and a set of woods, matching woods. And the reason I know they're matching is because Kenneth Smith engraved the name of the owner on the clubs. Did he really? Yes. Um, Kevin Lewis sent them to me for free. Wow. From Mississippi. So I refinished the irons. I sent the woods off to uh, David Bass to get redone. Mm-hmm. And and the woods were ready for the garbage can. Oh man! And now they are perfect. Oh, they will. I will not hit either set. They are going to be displayed on my wall, saying, "You know what? This is this is just pure goodness. Just just a great set of clubs that was gifted to me, and they're just one of my favorite clubs to display." That is so cool. That is awesome. So I just want you to know uh, that that happens because of, of your site. That uh, uh, The people, Forge Golf Club appreciation? Yes. People are involved and people are sharing. People are bartering. People are gifting. And wow. The, and I will tell you, um, I'm on there daily. Yeah, I am too. I'm just amazed with the stuff that that is on there. And, I mean, um, oh. So I'm I'm I and I'm on there because well first of all it's a passion but secondly because you know what I, I learn a lot and I and if someone needs some help hey there's always new guys jumping on there right yeah yeah and if someone says hey what would you do here you know he opens it up a question I always answer because you know what at one time I was that guy yeah exactly I knew yeah. nothing you know what the heck is that buffer how do you how do you do this and how do you do that and now I feel I've got some skill but I'm still trying to learn but yeah. Yeah. Um, tomorrow there may be a new guy that's he bought his first set of forged ever, and he's like, "Hey, how do I do this?" I'm like, "I want to help." So there you go. And that's how you keep membership. That's how you keep it alive. And if you saw a couple days ago, um, you got people saying, "Yeah, back in February I bought one putter, and now I got 80, 80 sets of clubs." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just ridiculous. Oh, man. It's just ridiculous. So I praise you for what you're doing with that. That wow! Site. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, it's real, and and you know, there's always a few bad apples here and there, but I don't care about them. I care about the good guys, and there's a lot of them. There's just so many. Well, I I got to um, I got to admit that um, just because of me asking a question on another Facebook page. Um, I had an interview today with somebody who I think that the podcast episode is just going to be unbelievable. And um, it's all because of the engagement that we have with the group and of other groups, just golfers in general. We love the history, we love the equipment, and we love the experience of playing golf and what it means to just be playing golf with other people and just having a great time and enjoying each other's company. That's it, and that's it, and that, and it's it, it's a group that's that you may never meet, and that exactly, and that is just yeah. fine. But um, you know, I I would say I would call some of these guys even my friends of how often we engage and how often we trade secrets and trade clubs. Like you know what, if I met them on the street, we can sit down and have dinner like we've always known each other because we've talked oh. we've talked so much and got so you know we're in the same deal. You know, yeah, we're, yeah. So it's great. I really appreciate it. Well, hey, I'm I'm honored to be able to talk to you, and um, God bless you, and thank you for what you do. Thank you for the uh, for the involvement with the site, or sorry, with the Facebook page, and um, 
you know, thank you, Mark Hansen. Thanks you, thank you again for that wedge. That was just so thankful of you. So thanks. Well, well, my pleasure. And if you ever need anything, you know where to find me. I will. Yeah. Thank you very much. Happy golfing out. How happy golfing to you, and have a great time working on those clubs. Guaranteed. Four, please. The knackered golfist now driving. <laughs>